Y'all niggas got me hot. Is we live, is we live. Yes, yes, you're now tuning into the rare podcast. And of course, I am your host for the most NK, aka the man of the hour, too sweet to be sour. And of course, I'm always joined by my co-host. Introduce yourself, bro. Hello, sir. My name is Jason. Mm-hmm. Big up, Madame Ashley. Big up, Madame Shona. They couldn't be here today. But before we get started, we like to do a little segment called Rare Moment of the Week, where we like to spotlight a creative where we feel they need the recognition they deserve. Mr. J. Kwan, what is your Rare Moment of the Week? Ooh. I'm trying to think. I don't... Probably just Quinta Bronson again, because the first episode of Abbott Elementary came mm-hmm. out. Yeah, yeah, I watched that I first episode. It was, a, it was a good one, still. It was, but I don't know what's been going on lately. I said flow last week, but nobody has really been catching my attention. Got you. Yeah, that's all good. Um, my rare moment of the week is an artist called J O. He released his single. Oh, J O. Yeah. You know that single uh, was floating around TikTok for months. You know he'd released a snippet time ago. People were waiting for the song to release, and he finally released it. They really take their time with the releasing. And you, yeah, but I, but I think oh, I think I don't know for sure, but I think it was a sample thing because the beat is slightly different um, okay. in this version and the stupid version, but it's still amazing. Um, and I'm just happy, man, because like I said before, I'm starting to notice like the whole R&B scene in the UK is really doing well, and there's a lot of artists coming out of the woodwork. With R&B, I would say. I want to say mm, R&B, kind of, but I'd say more like party next door-ish. Okay. Um, that type of thing. R&B may not be the exact classification, but it's definitely um, like he's he's singing and like it's... The song's very the, the song's very melodic. I like it a lot. But I, um, s- I saw the way the video looks. The video looks good. Oh, the video looks clean. That is nice. Like, And I like the fact that, you know, when he released the song, he released the video immediately as well. Because some people would have just dropped the song and then... We had we would have had to wait more time for the video, but he just released a song in the video, and yeah, man, listen, like he's he's dope, and the song is dope. So big up Jo, um, the song's called EXO. Yeah, yeah, man, big up, yeah, big up the. I deep to a lot of artists, they've been releasing music and without the video, then they'll release a video like weeks down the line. But I'm like, it's so much better if you release a video. Yeah, like time. I feel like you capitalize on the momentum of the song and have the video ready. Like mm. if you, especially like, understand with TikTok here, yeah, and the strategy most days now is like, okay, you put out the song, you see if they like, you see if the people are feeling it, then once the once you get the reception it deserves, then you probably release the song. But as soon as you see it um, getting a buzz on TikTok, I think you should just shoot the video. Yeah, because I remember when Megan Thee Stallion did her Plan B, she performed at Coachella, and then everybody was talking about it that weekend, and then she was like, "Cool, I'm dropping the song." next Friday before her next Coachella performance. Mm-hmm. Like, straight away. And I, and I definitely feel like, with like, like I said, TikTok is a great app for exposure. And I'm discovering like a lot of like, um, like UK gems just through TikTok. Like, yeah. so, yeah, man, it's exciting. Hopefully, you know, like, these artists keep up the consistency, they keep up, you know, mm-hmm. and, they, and, you know, they have multiple songs ready for release as well. Yeah, not just one. I don't want, like, one hit wonders or just, like, oh, you have this one banger and the other songs aren't up to snuff. It's, like, yeah. this, EPs, like... That's yeah. what I think a lot of artists should be doing. They need to be stacking up their catalogue before they drop. Mm. Because I feel like a lot of artists, they 
record one song, then they only focus on that one song. They're like, yeah, let's get this out. It comes out. Everybody likes it. They either like it or they don't. And then, and then next minute yeah. they have to go and they start like doing remixes Rushing. to it and all that stuff. And then when it's time for their next single, it's like, oh. Yeah, because they'll, they'll Cause they try to recreate it. Exactly. Or they'll release the first one. And then it's because like because they dedicated, let's say they dedicated like months just for that one song. People, the, sh- the people want another song. Now you're dedicating the same amount of time for you. You had for one song for like seven different songs. Yeah. And now like it's not. It doesn't feel the same because the same amount of effort wasn't put in, or the or, or the time and the care wasn't put into these other songs as your first one. So, yeah, man. But I just feel like you know what I'm excited just for the scene in general. Um, I'm excited to see what other artists come out of like the whole R&B scene because I feel like it's bubbling. Like, I, w- I say it every week, but yeah. it's bubbling. You've got obviously you know flow are like you know the big record label acts like they they're doing it big. But then obviously you've got Jack the Jack Jameses, you've got the um, you've got the media, you've got the Tana Major, you've got Shea Universe, yeah. you've got so many like Melidia. There's another know, one. There's bare like let me, if I, let me let me even go. There's through. a lot of um Alana Maria. Mm-hmm. She's good. She mm-hmm. just dropped a song called SOS. Mm-hmm. Amazing song. Actually, that should be my rare of the week. Not Quinta Bronson. Alana mm-hmm. dropped a song SOS. A beautiful song. Her voice is amazing. Mm-hmm. Then you got Bella. Then um, yeah, Bella dropped her um her project this yeah. um Friday. And then you've got artists that there's an artist I discovered that I'm like well I discovered him like, during lockdown but he's, I never knew he was British. Um Kaleem. Kaleem Taylor, he's really good. Like he's got a lot of good songs out there. So yeah, I just feel like when it comes to like the the scene in general, we got a like, lot of people. We've got a lot of people, and I'm just I'm just ha- I can't wait. You lot be collaborating with each other. Let's not do division. Like be collaborating with each other. Put people on. Like, put people on your projects yeah. and albums. Especially when you guys don't have like labels, so it's yeah. really hard for you to actually go out your way to collaborate with someone else. Like, you can't use the excuse, oh, my label doesn't want me to. Nah, like, it should all be a collaborated effort because a rising tide raises all ships, man. And I definitely feel like together, like, we could build something because we always talk about the UK, this, the UK, that, UK, this, but let's build something, man. So, yeah, man. Those are our rare moments of the week. Uh, we'll catch you next week on our next one. Speaking of collaboration, speaking of celebrating British culture, the British music, Mr. Stormzy. Mr. Stormzy had released um, the vid video and the single Mel for made Mel Made Me Do It. First and foremost, the music video is excellent. Mm-hmm. The music video is shot superbly. It's like it's, it's it just shows that Stormzy's like we've always known he's like been like the biggest artist in the UK. But this is what happens when you know somebody's used their money and just really yeah. used their resources to the maximum capability. I can't lie. I was surprised when he dropped the song because it was like literally a Friday and I was just watching just TV and I was like, wait, everybody's talking about the song. I was like, okay. But because it's Stormzy, I wasn't really going to like rush to go and see. I was like, mm. Mm, it's Stormzy again. But then when I watched it the next day, I was like, oh, this video is amazing. Like the names that he had in there, Jose Mourinho, Bolt, what's you saying, Bolt? Yeah, who else? Um, Diana, Asha Smith. But he had so many. Um, he had Jonathan Ross, ZZ Mills, like, um, he had people, Julia, the new guy, Nella Bowles, Dave, Little even the the crew at No Signal Radio, JME, Jonathan Ross, 
Like he. Jamal Edwards family. Do you know what I loved about the video? Like, I, what I loved about the video was like it was a celebration of like UK culture. Um, he had even um Ian Wright in it. it was a celebrate of Black UK culture, and I feel like it's so important for um an artist of Stormzy's platform to do that because mm. we all talk about yo like. The UK scene is doing this, UK scene is doing that, but Stormzy's of a like elevated platform. Like he's one of the biggest artists in the UK. And for him to, you know, really put a spotlight on the creatives that have impacted our culture, yeah. it means a lot, man. It and someone even said something someone said something good. They said something about how they said that no matter how big Storms he gets, he will never shy away from the fact that he's black, so he'll always show it. And that's true because like a lot of people they will become mainstream and then they have to water down themselves to like cater to like the white audience or like the non-black audience but he continues to show that he is black and he's proud like the, even manory blackman mm-hmm. and then um the author of keisha's sketch yep like how you got the author of keisha, keisha the, the sketch do you know how much of a throwback that is next ah oh, that was amazing it's, it, it it's and and i love the fact that he had them scattered all throughout the video as mm-hmm. well and he has, he had, he, like, the video was just, obviously it was about him, but then even the song itself, like, the, I love the song and I like when Stormzy is in his rapping bag. Yeah. I love it when he's just rapping and he's talking his shit and he's talking all, the, all of this braggadocious stuff. I love it. The but Twitter line was, oh, yeah. I was like, wow. The M in my head's for, for millions. Like, there were yeah. so many, there were so many lines that I was just like, okay. It was cold. Even when he mentioned, oh, his nephews are listening. That part where they all turned around and like, <gasps> that was just, even, uh. he, even he's like, he's like, I'm, boy, I'm bros with Spider-Man. Like, that was nice. Like, talking about Tom, Tom Holland. Holland. I know for sure Tom Holland is in his house right now getting so gassed. Yeah. <laughs> That's the best shout he's no, ever done. You, do you know what it is? I remember it was an interview. I think he did it on Capital One. Yeah. Where Tom Holland was like on the phone and they were asking, I'll call the most famous person on your phone or something. And then Tom Holland called Stormzy and then, on the, when they were talking on the phone, you could probably hear, oh, they're, they're actually boys, boys. Uh, they're actually boys. Because I think their neighbours, they live right next to each other, innit? Yeah. Uh, but you could hear on the phone, it's like, they're yeah. actually boys. I remember he said that he lives next to, um, Stormzy lives next to Tom's mum's house. So when he goes back to London, he's always there. That's sweet. That means Stormzy knows Zendaya. Hmm. Oh, he definitely does. He definitely does. knows Zendaya. He definitely does. Let me go start chatting to Stormzy quickly. But yeah, I just, I just, li- I just like, the fact that that we UK culture has been celebrated because I feel like over the last ten years, yeah, it's like I think growing up when we were kids, yeah, it was always we, we always used to look to like black culture in America. We always used to be like, okay, what's America doing, and then we'll do it here. Obviously, we had a little stuff like bubbling over here, but it was never like mainstream. Yeah. So the fact that now, like, we can proudly say that, yeah, cool. There's such a thing as we're not just black culture, but we're black UK culture, and we've got our own thing. We've got our own way of speaking. Even, even I've noticed on TikTok, um, American women talking about the black UK girl aesthetic. Yeah, and we've like we've just made a lane for ourselves where obviously there's blackness is universal, and we can relate to like blackness all across the world. But in the UK, like you look at us and we're like, cool, this is UK. This is what we're doing, and this is how we separate ourselves from the rest of the world. And I feel yeah. like. Just having that showcased on the big platform. And um, it's good to see yeah. it in a positive light because not every day has to be a negative light. Um, I don't think people really understand how much Stormzy is doing for the community mm-hmm. and just showing us in this light, like just naming from 
going from A-listers to influencers, not even disrespecting influencers, but like just seeing the difference in like how successful black people are in this country. 100%. Like, I'm putting like I was happy when I saw Nella Rose in it because Nella Rose has done so many things mm -hmm. from starting YouTube to now mm -hmm. being on Catfish and now presenting at BET Awards now I'm um, interviewing people like Regina Hall mm -hmm. like she's done so much for herself and just, just shine a light on all these different creatives Little Sims like Little Sims was in Venom last year yeah playing her own song in Venom yeah. even though I don't like the movie but that's a blockbuster movie that she yeah. was in Little Sims has done so much for herself and she's independent as well so it's like I just shine the light on everybody. It's just amazing. Even, even shining the light on the whole team that done um no signal radio because during the lockdown, bro, that Henrietta was there. Those NS10 V10s held us down like during yeah, the lockdown. Those those like especially like it was in the beginning of lockdown. People had nothing to do, and then the them man just everybody came was tuning in. Them them man came through and said, "You know what we're gonna do? Clashes like I know America got verses, but we had like NS10 NS10 V10 like, was for because the thing about the verses is like the verses are cool, but the only thing is that I hear by you have to stay on the live. Yeah, you can't come off. But NS oh. Just that use that hashtag be tweeting Listen, what you have to tweet. Vibes so cartel good. versus um Wizkid was it was was, that was, was a moment. moment. That was a like moment. I, everyone was in their yard when vibes cartel Man, and the that Wizkid. Sunday night. I was on house party with my friends. We were all and thank God for house party at the same time as well. Because everybody was on house party just dancing, listening to music while this was going on. No signal. God bless you. Nah man, God bless them lot, man. And they did it right. They, they, they just and I like. There's just so many aspects to the call. even the the fact that I love you put Jose Mourinho in it because not only is Jose, Jose Mourinho an icon, but everyone in the community uses his phrase. If I speak, I'm in trouble. Exactly. And that's a that's a that's a black UK phrase. Yeah. And now look. That 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 jumps in and it's like it's just like he's obviously storms. He's part of the culture, but like you said, so many artists of the past. No disrespect to like the older generations, I'm not going to name their names, but like all, all, a lot of them lot would like in the past, as soon as they blew, they'd start making pop records. Yeah, start, a lot of them did. Start start doing songs with Calvin Harris. But the thing is, but the thing is, the guys that did go to pop records, let's not lie, they still banged. No, they banged. Like, I'm going to name names, Titchy Strider, all them people, they had bops. So that's a good thing, but I understand what you mean. And I think, I feel, I feel like people need to really understand that Stormzy, He's no one's mate in this UK. I can't he's, lie. He's unapologetically himself. Yeah, he has. He, a, yeah, he's had a couple commercial records, but he's yeah. always been. Yeah, in. big for your boots, oh Jesus. <laughs> yeah. That's some dark times. <laughs> but you know, but big for your boots, yeah. Didn't feel like ah, oh, I'm trying to cater to the audience. It just felt yeah. like ah. Oh. It was just. I think I just didn't like it because it got so rich. You know, the thing is, I love when music gets played. Well done for him, but the way he got rinsed. Yeah, and the way everybody kept saying that line, I'm too big for your beast. But, like, but, oh, but, but you see how I thought I thought about I thought that way about Dave now because it's not it's not Dave's fault. But I remember I was on I was on the um I was coming home from like Cape Trinada, right? Yeah, and I was on I was on the bus, and then I was hearing these boys like these man them talk, and then they weren't from London, like they weren't from London. It's always that outside Londoners. They they weren't from London. And then the guy was like, yeah, like, um, I'm starting my new job um, soon. And I'm, I'm going to put my name tag is Don't Die from Yash. And um, uh, I was like, bro, Yash is... And I saw TikTok, oh, Yash has become like a universal Because I remember back in, back in school, because Yash is a Nigerian. Yes. Name. So back in school, I remember only Nigerians used to speak like that and yeah. say it. But now everybody's saying, I'm like, wow, at least you guys know what the meaning is. Nah. And that's basically because of Dave. 
But that's the thing. Dave's like, when you look at people like Dave and Stormzy, their audience has expanded. Has like, and the thing is, I will never be upset about that because I'm so happy for them. That is, that's an amazing thing. The fact that you can perform at Glastonbury, bro. fam, and Dave is doing other performances. I think Rolling Out or something else. Mm-hmm. Dave was at, was it Dave? Dave was at Coachella. I believe so, yeah. Yeah, Dave was at Coachella this year. You know how big that is? And it's like... For UK is like that. And the thing about Dave is the fact that he's another rapper that will never stop talking about how lo- much he does black. Like, his latest album, fam, that was an amazing album. And But but but, but then, obviously, with, with, with stuff like that, you'll always get, like, the other side of things where people will be like... Or you both will be like... No, but you see, if I was to say I'm white and I'm proud, <sighs> if I was to do, for example, I remember like when um, when Storms was doing the scholarships for like black students and, yeah, people, and people like, cried about it. People were like, oh, this is like reverse racism or this is unfair because what if we did the same? And it's like, people need to understand here yeah, that us celebrating our culture does not mean that we despise yours. Yeah. And also, it's you got to understand that representation is important. You gotta understand that images like this have we've been deprived of like positive images like this for mm. so long that when we see it, we're gonna scream about it. We're gonna be mm. proud of it because this is not the norm. You guys get, get to see yourselves represented on television, on film, and mm-hmm. whatever. It's the norm. N- nobody, Literally, yeah. it, it's the norm. How many? How many? If I was to say list white actresses, a- actors, or musicians, we'd be here for days. Yeah, we'd be here for days. All white cast, we'd be here for days. Mm. Simple, even movies like Gods of Egypt. Oh, most of the cast is white. And the thing is, the thing that I have a problem with is the fact that the people that give into these conversations, I'm like, just let it go. You're empowering these people. Because at the end of the day, when these people say certain stuff like this, it's so easy to ignore them. Because you just feeding in, it'll start a whole nother argument and it's just like, you keep giving them what they want and that means every single time something like this happens, they will expect you to argue with them. And like you, and like it's so funny when I see these people that will be on online, and then they think, yeah, I'm like, what do you call it? I'm telling them, what do you call? It? I'm educating them, blah blah blah. This makes me feel big, but I can't lie. It looks embarrassing, cause I'm like, you're not gonna get anything into these people's ears. Like, just let it go. Just go in the back and forth. It's just so oh, long. Do you, do you think, yeah? For example, like. I know, for example, like, we'll probably see on, like, Good Morning Britain or something. Yeah. Somebody like Piers Morgan will be, like, say something controversial. And they'll always have, like, the black person on the show to, like, represent, like, the black perspective. I've always thought them black person on the show, they need to stop. Mm. Because even though what they're saying is really good, and thank God that they do come on the show to speak wisdom and everything, and some people might hear it. But you are going onto a show with Piers Morgan. That guy is not trying to hear anything else other than his own voice. Mm. So we need to get, for years it's been happening, so... I remember I saw one tweet about um, Piers Morgan was saying that this lady should come on his show, this black lady. And then she was like, no, I'm not going to give you the time of day. I'm not going to come on your show, just get your views up, blah, blah, blah. And uh, he he had a meltdown or something. But it's like, be like that. Don't give these people the time of day. Just ignore it. And then they're eventually going to stop talking about it because they're not getting fed. Because I I feel like... Because the thing is, if you ignore something... Mm eventually it's going to stop. If it doesn't stop, that's their own. But at least you're not trying to, at least you're not annoying yourself and draining yourself and by the thought of just a, a Because what will happen is yeah. that you'll go on the show, um, you'll say your point, and even if you're speaking like the truth, yeah. you're going to like, your clip's going to circulate, which automatically will make like peers, peers or whoever do a response and it'll just keep the conversation going and going and going and going. And sometimes, 
certain com- like we're grown. Like certain conversations don't need to be had. Like people know what it is, and if you don't, then you're just choosing to be ignorant, isn't it? And I feel like need to let it go. Yeah, man, we, we can't be empowering these platforms, man. But at the same time, yeah, there's a lot of stupid people that don't know better. But that's the thing. I, I literally, honestly. You can't be taking medicine for these people's headaches. I'm sorry. Mm. Like, at the end of the day, I know there's a lot of dumb people out there that will just say whatever they want to say. But if it's not directly coming to me, if I'm not on the same in the same place as them and they're saying it, then that's their own. If they're saying it online, that's their own. If they're saying it on TV and I'm not there and I'm just watching, and let me just switch the channel. But there's no point. Like, we're in 2022. If these people still have that mentality from back in the day, that's their own. I can't be educating people. I can't be fighting for their battles. Like, I've got other things to do in this world. Nah. But do you know what clip made me happy in the video? I don't know why. Mm. I saw ZZ Mills sitting next to Jonathan Ross, and I was like, do you know what? She... Because ZZ Mills, she, she's had a wonderful come up because she used to speak about it all the time about not feeling appreciated in the industry and everything. And you could see it as well, but she stuck to her grind. And now look at her, she's been in the movie, she's been doing um, interviews for big people. Like, she's just about, and, I and I'm happy for her. I feel like she's gotten, like, much better as well. Like, just over time, you can see the growth, see the evolution. And she's, like really good like whether you agree with like some of her t- takes or not and i feel like even with the hot takes like, they're not even that hot anymore. Nah, i love zz no nah, zz is amazing isn't it and i just feel like when i saw her next to jonathan ross i was like yeah do you know what that's where that's where really I, nice that's where i need to see her in the future like with her own literally and it's speaking to existence that's yeah. what i liked about the video a lot of it was speaking into existence 100 percent. a lot of the, a lot of the videos was like foreshadowing like what's gonna come next you yeah because even like when i saw some even like even in deep, somebody like Julia Adenuga, yeah, she's done a lot. Like, Julie Adenuga is a, like, goat in this thing. Like, when it comes to just media personalities, when it comes to, like, just the scene as a whole. Because even... Yeah, she was working with Apple for a bit. Yeah, she was with Apple. She was the Beats, I'm interviewing. Working, um, working right with Zane Lowe and all of them, man. And obviously, she was on Catfish. Yeah. And then um, even the, the show she has... um. Oh, let me even let me even find it. The music show she has on her channel where they debate um music. Um, let me even find it. I really do like seeing people like just elevate like that. It feels nice just to watch. Top five. That should mm. that top that show, yeah, honestly, like is one of like the best like music debate shows I've like I've seen that. Like, that show's sensational. Top five. Top five. Like it's good, like it's well produced. So basically they'll be now they start to do it live, but what they used to do, they used to be in the studio. Um, used to be in the studio, used to be like, let's say three, four people. Let's say it was me, you and Ashley, right? Um, and we write, and as the topic is Beyonce, top five Beyonce songs. Um, I write my top five, you write a top five, Ashley writes a top five, and then we all have to collectively make a top five out bit of out of it. And we have That's to, good. yeah, oh, it's lit. And it gets, they did, a, they did one with Sync. they did one with WizKid, like, it's proper. I just like the fact that black, you, and uh, the UK creative scene as a whole, man, there's so many people killing it. There's so many, from the TikTok to YouTube to um, radio to sport, wherever, that like the, U- the UK creative scene, I'm just loving everything because I think it's diverse and multifaceted. There's so many people doing different things in it. Yeah. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, Stormzy's video was great. It was lit. Big up everyone featured in the video. I know we missed some names, but everyone who's in the video, big yourself up, and then big up Stormzy, and also big up the big up Melissa's wardrobe. I mean, the songs the songs titled after her, isn't it? Oh, big no. up Melissa's wardrobe. Um, but yeah, speaking about UK, um, 
Ivorian Doll Reese, I can't remember the platform, but she went on the platform um, and said interesting comments about just the comparison between the UK and the US in terms of like music. Since we're, since we're on the topic of music, she was like, um, in America, like the support that they show for female rappers is much greater than in the UK. And it got me thinking, it was like, of course, like you just mentioned Little Sims, and we've got rappers over here, but. I've noticed in America, like, I can name so many female rappers yeah. from, like, the obviously the big ones, Cardi, Nicki, Megan, but even the ones like Flo, Mitty, Flo Mini. Yeah. Um, um, Doshi. Doshi, I Am Doshi. With the new one that's come up, like, Glorilla. Yeah, um, she's good. Yeah, she's good. Like, there's a lot. Ice, even Ice Spice. Look at the um, yeah, reception she's, she's got. Yeah, yeah, she's getting a lot of reception. And then even the, like, less, the lesser known ones, like No Name and all of them. Like, and I'm thinking... Is it a problem with us in the UK that we don't support the rappers, or is it just call a spade a spade a quality issue? Where I feel like, like the quality of music isn't the same as over there. The thing is, we have to keep it real. One thing about the UK is that they choose and pick who they want to support, mm. and fair fair play to them because it's not by force you have to support everybody. Yeah. But at the same time, it's because the UK is much smaller than America. So when you do see these female artists, I feel like the biggest female female rapper out right now personally for me is little sims because of the accolade she's gotten and what yeah. she's done with herself but then when you look at people like ivorian doll she had the chance to be big like when rumors came out and everything she was popping yeah. but still the support wasn't really there from the uk it was more over from america and the barbs but that's because she catered to the barbs but do you think that's a problem then us as consumers we need to change that like we need to be more like vocal in our support yeah, we do need to be more vocal in our support. I mean, we, need, we do really need to show it. Mm. But at the same time, we can't force anybody if they don't want to support somebody. Yeah. So her saying that, yeah, the UK doesn't support, I understand, but at the same time, it's not by force for them to support you because the people in the UK that do support you, they support you loud and clear. So you always using this excuse, the UK doesn't really support female rappers, blah, blah, blah. There's not a lot of you that are actually that good. Mm. And a lot of you do sound the same and a lot of you are repetitive. That's why I say... <laughs> The, and like even with male rappers as well, yeah. I can't stand a lot of them. That's why I only have two. Like, um, Dave and I don't know Stormzy. Yeah, he's good, but he's not my favorite male rapper. But yeah. Dave, I don't know who else is my other favorite male rapper. But then when it comes to female rap rappers, Little Sims, that's the only one I think of. Like, it's just the music scene in general in this UK is that a lot of it is just quick hits, and a lot of it is just repetitive, and a lot of the bars are not good. My my problem with the UK scene in general, I think right now, is the sampling's getting out of control. Yeah. Um, and I, there's not sampling has been a part of music forever, forever. Like, but it's good but when you do it well. When you, creatively, like, there's an art to like. I'm not a musician, so maybe the if there's a producer out there and you want to talk your piece on this, please, like, the us cover the show, like, we'll talk about it, but. There's a way to creatively sample, and I feel like a lot, especially the UK drill scene right now. Oh my god, it's it's a travesty, because what they'll do, they'll take a song that people already know, yeah. that's already bait. They will take, they won't even like, like remix or interpolate the song in a unique way. They'll take the exact same hook. Man will sing the man will sing the whole hook again, and then that's the song. And see, that's the thing. And that's, that's the song. That's what I've been noticing. That's lazy. I've been noticing that with a lot of samples today is that a lot of these samples, I don't even think it's even sample. I think they just want to hit because a lot of these songs, when you hear them and you can say, oh yeah, I remember the original, that's terrible. Like when you look at someone like Beyonce, she sampled like 
I think a few of her songs on her latest album were samples, but you won't even remember. Only Alien Superstar, because everybody knows that little ding, ding, all of that. But, 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 and Summer Renaissance. But, but even as a section, that's like yeah. a piece. But people not the whole, the whole single people thing. People take the whole chorus that. and they're like, for example, I'm so sorry. The one that comes to mind is um, H, where he, where he sampled um, Ashanti. Ashanti. That song. No, baby, that you got it like me. No, you bit. Oh, baby, I just want to love you, babe. That's the song. That's why literally she's getting majority of the royalties. That's the song. Who was um, sampled her song, Last Last? Um, no, that, that was, but Burner Boy was Tony Braxton. Oh, Tony Braxton, yeah. Yeah, but, but at least with Burner Boy, it was like an instrumentation, but like, yeah. when I can hear the whole other vocal. And we can hear her vocals. Ooh, babe, you sound like Jennifer Lopez. That's something Jennifer Lopez would do. She wouldn't call it sampling, <laughs> she's just stealing. She will steal the song, have the person's vocals still in it. A lot of you are Jennifer Lopez these days. A lot of artists are Jennifer Lopez. That's that's what we're gonna say. Like even even like uh, I can't remember the song. I think it was, it was Lil's. The sun goes up, my zoo comes up. That's wanted. You changed one word, your zoo. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like the creativity when it comes to sampling is 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 lacking. lacking severely. And it's like I'm like I'm like this is robbery. Because I'm looking, the labels probably love it because it's a cheap way to make a hit. All you have to do is pay off a sample and then call your good. But for me, it's like creatively, I'm not like... But see, that's the problem I have. And then you artists will come out of your way and say, oh, we don't support you. But why should we support an artist that don't really care about the work? Because generally I can see when an artist don't really care. When I keep saying they want to make quick hits, a lot of these artists of today, they want to make TikTok bangers. That's it. You don't actually go out of your way. Uh, if you want to sample something, yeah. But switch it up, make it different. Sampling is actually trying to mold something else. Not just basically having a remix of the original song. Mm-hmm. It don't make sense. And you guys say that we don't support you. We don't support bare minimum. And that's what a lot of you guys have been giving us for like the past two years now. Because I'll never forget. Obviously, this is an American example, yeah, but... I'll never forget Kanye West year when he sampled Michael Jackson PYT in Good Life. You don't even notice it. Mm-hmm. He just he he like he he modulated the voice and then he altered it to 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 a point where I, I had to Google. I was like, oh, that's PYT shit. Rihanna's song. There's one of Rihanna's songs on her late first or second album. I think Don't Stop the Music. Oh, it's just it's one of her biggest mm-hmm. songs and it's a sample of Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. But when you clock, you're like, oh wow. This is a really good song, and I love the way they switched it up. Whoever produced that song, they did well. But it's like, we need to leave sampling alone. But back on the whole topic of supporting, mm-hmm. I personally, I've already thought she is a good rapper. I know people are saying, oh, she got a ghostwriter, but to be honest, she doesn't have a writer these days. But she can spit. So I feel like her audience is in America. She does need to move to America and just revamp there and just start afresh because she's not going to get what she wants from the UK. And to be honest, the UK is small. You got your fan base here already. Yeah, that's cool. But focus on America because the drill scene in America right now is popping. Try and make a feature with one of these artists. Do you think it's because, yeah, and I saw an interesting topic, you know how, obviously, with the content I've already done done talks about, it's very similar to like what the American female rappers Exactly. Cool. But do you think it's a culture issue? Because UK culture, like most of us are African-Caribbean descendants. And like, we'd say, I'd say, this is a generalization, but I'd say in the UK, we're a lot more reserved, especially when it comes to like explicit content. Yeah. We're a lot more like reserved. In a way, because I, I know a lot of male rappers are not. No, 
but that's a, it's a it's a double standard between men and women. Of course, like man, them can talk about, but when it comes to women, everyone's clutching that, their pearls. See, innit? that's the problem that I have because a lot of the um, people, a lot of guys in the UK, they always um have something to say about the female rappers in the UK because are oh, they always talking about this? Always talk, even in America, they always say, "Oh, you guys are always talking about your private parts and all that stuff." But at the end of the day, you guys are listening to man them rapping about beating, doing this, busting nuts in people's faces, like. I don't understand why you complaining, but I you think, also listen to that type of music. I think it's because as well, yeah. And I think the reason I'm mentioning culture is because a lot of the time, and we and we've spoken about this like privately as well. A lot of the time, it's like, oh, as a woman, you need to be, you need to be, do you know what I'm saying? You need to be more reserved and, yeah. and ready to. And I feel that that bleeds into like us as like first or second generation descendants, isn't it? So when it comes to like supporting the music and that, or like championing certain things. Like what I like what IVD is talking about, like what other female rappers are talking about. Everyone's a bit like, yeah, I like you, but I'm not gonna scream it with my chest. But in America, they're a lot more like, fuck it, like this is us. Yeah, but see, the thing is, if you're gonna say, oh, I like you, but I'm not gonna scream it with my chest, then why is it that you're able to scream the Americans ones with your chest? Like City Girls, Megan Thee Stallion, you can all sing their songs, but when it comes to people like IVD, it's always like, mm, it's a bit too much. Oh, why is she talking about this? Why is she talking about how many body counts she's had in the in, in rumors? When rumors comes, like you guys will complain about a lot of her lyrics. But mm. I'm like, you guys literally listen to this type of music when it's American or when it's a male rapper in the UK. Yeah, I just think, but it's, it's just always something else. Because I think with America, it's like it's America's always been there in terms of like pioneering yeah. like hip hop and music. So it's like. Oh, we've been that. We've been used to America. Even the women, but we've been used to Americans talking Greece. But now because it's like little Kim and Missy yeah. Elliott, they were crazy. So, but because it's like the UK, and because as well, because we live in a new age where like a lot of like the people who are becoming rappers, who are becoming like influencer celebrities, they're a lot more accessible. It's like a thing of like, oh, I know her. Ew, like well, I'm not gonna do that because mm. she's she's the girl across the road. Where in like America, they're still seen as other. Like they're seen as like, oh my god, that's a celebrity. Where this person, they still look at him and say, oh, I know you. You're Vanessa from Fingy. Why are you talking crud like that for? Ew, I'll, I'll believe you. That's nasty. Don't do that. Do you know what I'm saying? So I feel like with, with this, because people relate to these artists more. Kind of, it's like they, it's weird because they, they relate to them more it almost makes them not support them more because it's like, nah, either out of like jealousy or, or just out of like, nah, I don't, I don't fuck with that. Yeah. Not from you. From them, yeah, but not from you, which is weird, which is super It weird. is, I can't lie, it is a jealousy thing because a lot of people, they see people that came from the same area as them mm. that are doing well mm -hmm. and they're like, mm, let me not even support you because yeah. why are you doing this? Oh, I remember when you were like this. Like, I feel like people forget that people can change and people do have like aspirations that they want to reach even if they didn't tell you but yeah i feel like with i vorian doll she's a great artist personally for me i do love her music i feel like she needs to just either focus here and try and get her fan base but personally i think you should just go to america because they will respect you more and they'll actually be on you. And then watch, if she goes to America and then she starts... Yeah, growing. of course, people are going to ah. be here. Oh, IVD. Oh, yeah, you know she's British, you know. Okay, what does that mean? You guys <laughs> didn't want to support her when she was here. So now when she's in America, you want to be claiming, oh, yeah, she's British. A lot of the time it happens, even with actors. People will be going out of their way and then they won't support them here. And then when they go to America, yeah, he's from London. Yeah, he's from down Hammersmith. Yeah, uh, my dad used to go to school with him. Cool. Nah, it doesn't care. Because like, I feel like there's the, 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 there's rappers that are like are really doing beats. Like I'm a huge fan of Shabo. Like Shabo, I think she's great. Especially that song that when her and um Georgia Smith they did two songs together. 
amazing. And I think J-Bo's good. Like, I feel like, like there's a lot, like, like with any industry, there's talent in it, but it's just all about, like, cultivate. And also, the people who are like, oh, I don't like this, or I like that, the people are like, who are, <laughs> people are like, I don't like this, I like that, then support the alternatives. Not every, if Ivy is not for you for whatever reason, yeah. there's other women rappers that are, that are actually spitting. Yeah. If you want to support that, then be vocal with it. What see, I don't like, what I don't like is people offering up problems but not solutions. But see, that's the that's the thing. When people say stuff like, ah, oh, they don't want to support um so and so because they rap too vulgar, but then we have people like Little Sims on the other hand who doesn't rap too vulgar and she actually tells a story with her music. But you guys don't want to support her. It don't make like, sense. basically just say you don't want to support any female artists. Like you guys are just haters overall because there's so many different type of rappers. Even let's talk about worldwide. Let's not even talk about the UK. But there's so many different type of rappers that you people will constantly come out of your way and say, "Ah, oh, Meg Thee Stallion's talking too vulgar. City girls are always talking about their on private parts. They always talking about getting beat." But then there's other people like No Name, people like No Name, Little Sims, Rhapsody, Rhapsody. These people that do not get respect from you guys, but. They are one of the coldest lyricists and rappers out there right now. Facts. Like Little Sims, her whole album, her whole from start to finish, even as an interlude, in like forget male or female. Literally, rappers. Little Sims is so cold. I feel like she's really up there. That's why when I saw that XX um L and they were talking about the greatest rappers, um, I was thinking, wow, um, a lot of wild people were above Little Sims. Like, I'm trying to remember, like, because I saw this like three weeks ago, but I know for sure I saw Cardi B. I love Cardi. Though. I love Cardi B. I like her, her new song with like Gloria. That, Gloria, I love that was cold. But I'm like, there's certain artists. Let me not even just say Cardi B because I feel that that's bad. A lot of people just pick on her. But yeah, but I know, I know what you mean. Like, there's, like, there's, there's certain artists that that are slept that on. Should them. not be a, like. It's and annoying. You know but there's so much. Do you know what it is? There's so much diversity like in the scene. Even somebody yeah, who I feel like who talks their shit but does it in a unique way. Flow Millie. Flow Millie. Flow Millie. Guys, if you listen to her latest album and you listen to Bedtime and Payday, when Bedtime and she says, oh, she's not done. You thought I was done. I'm not done. And she keeps going. I'm like, there's people, like Flow Millie reminds me of Missy Elliott. Because both of them have a sound that people weren't really used to when it came out. And both of them are so creative with their music. It's like, wow, that's actually so cold. And then there's Flo Millie, and then there's, um, oh, what's her name? Let me find it. Even though Doja Cat is mainstream, Doja Cat, she's another sick rapper. Mo- like, her sound is crazy. There's what, M- Monello, she did a song with Flo Millie, We Not Humping. Like, mm. it's, it's got like a, it's the beat, yeah. I'm telling you, you haven't heard anything like this. See, like, rappers, when it comes to beat selection, you have to take your time and the pick beat, the right like the, one. The, like, the beat, yeah, it's like, it's super, it's, it's like, it's funk. It's like, yeah. dang, dang, dang. And it's like, this you like I, 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 the reason why I get annoyed is because people will say I want different, I want different, and when different is shown to you, you don't, you don't. And also, as consumers, I feel like we, we need to stop being lazy. If we're if we're people that say we want to champion difference, we have to go out and seek difference, yeah. and we have to we have to go out and promote difference. You can't be screaming, "Oh, I want this, I want that." Yeah. You're gonna have to find it because guess what? If you're not happy with what mainstream is giving you. Do your due diligence mm-hmm. and go and find it. And that's what a lot of people be doing every single day. They'll be complaining uh, with the R&B scene. Oh, there's not a lot of R&B artists from the UK. There but are. you guys don't go you searching. Because search. you guys just look at the main charts and you're like, who's popping right now? Who's the mainstream right now? And you think that's the only R&B people. You probably thought Mahalia was the only R&B UK girl and LMA was the only UK girl about. But there's other people. You just have to go searching. 
and then you guys are talking about, oh, we don't give respect to these artists. Then you hear artists always complain that they don't get respect, they don't get their flowers. Then, because then, you don't go out looking for them and helping them. Then five years later, the UK failed. The UK failed insert artist here. And I'm like, I'm tired of seeing that UK fail because I ain't part of the UK anymore. <laughs> I didn't fail nobody. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it's jarring, but... Because you guys will give like the most sub, like the most bare minimum person like flowers for whatever reason. Like I get the song is catchy, but they're bare minimum. But there's people that are actually spitting so hard. And like even I saw a tweet, somebody was even talking about it. It's like we need to actually talk about how these artists are so lazy. A lot of them are really lazy with their bars to their music videos to their aesthetic everything it's just they know they can what, get away with it. like what happened to back in the day where we used to see artists and like they used to drop the sickest videos like you'll want to see this music video like a lot of artists back in the day their music videos were crazy even the uk artists there were so many uk art, their music videos were so good yeah. they had budget not even budget they just had creativity. some of them yeah literally creativity some of them were just filming in like their street like they'll just go back home and film in their street but it's so sick but even what happened? This, them is, days. this is even a music genre conversation as a whole. What happened to remixes being actual remixes? As yeah. in the song gets a different beat, not just one verse. Not just and not you take just, out another one. Not just one verse and then sixteen other artists. No, a remix being like, no, we're actually remixing the song and making it different. And like, what happened to that? Like, I just feel like not to say not to be like, oh, the old days were better. Or, or this no, the old that. days were better. But it's like. With obviously music with streaming with YouTube, like music's become way more profitable now than it was before. Yeah. But what I feel like with music becoming more profitable and more corporations getting a hold of it is that the essence and the creativity is somehow being lost in some cases. Not all cases, because there's still artists doing like creativity will never die. But I feel like in some cases, like it the the lack of effort is there and it sometimes just becomes yo, like, how much money can I pump? Yeah. Especially with these songs, like the samples is the one that pisses me off. Cause I'm like, this is trash. I'm sorry, this is trash. Yeah. I might as well like the so it gets to the point where it's like, why am I listening to you when the original exists? And that's the thing. I'm like, if you're gonna sample a song, please sample it right. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people are sampling because they're lazy. They don't want to make beats or they don't want to look for beats. That's why because sometimes sampling ain't even needed. Like, if you like a sound, switch it up, change it. But yeah, back to the remix thing. Nobody's remixing like they should be. Like, when you actually want to remix a song, the whole beat will switch up. Like, um, Destiny's Child, there was an alternative to one of their biggest songs. I don't know if it was Survivor or Bills, Bills, Bills. But the remix of that was so different. I was like, is this another this song? Mariah Carey Heartbreaker. Yeah? Like, Mariah Carey is one of the people that knows how to remix. But Mariah Carey Heartbreaker, yeah, the original version was calm. This the remix, she put a whole Snoop Dogg beat in it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. But then again, the whole remix thing thing had to stop because of Jennifer Lopez. I'm not even trying to hate on her. I'm not trying to hate on her, but it's like it was literally Jennifer Lopez's fault. Because there was a time where she kept on remixing her songs too many times just for it to chart. So the chart, and I think it was Billboard, they had to change their whole rule about remixing and how if you have a song and you remix it, it can't chart. So that's why people, a lot of them had to like, because she was remixing and creating a whole new song, but calling it the same name so that mm. it can chart. So that's why, they, that's why I think a lot of people have to remix, but they just add an extra verse. I feel you. 
I feel, but overall, man, just musicians. I feel, I feel like artists. You need to do better in terms of like being actually creative and going yeah. out. Like this ain't to all of you. If you don't listen, if the shoe don't fit, don't wear it. I don't want people to be like, ah, oh, you're overgeneralizing. No, there are very sick artists out there. But to to you artists that are sample merchants. To you artists that rely on pre-established hits to make your career do better. You consumers that complain on Twitter all day about um, this artist not being pushed, that artist not being pushed. You do your due diligence yeah. and promote them. Go to your go to their live shows. Another thing as well. If you've like a lot of these artists are doing live shows. A lot of these artists are doing small venues, but you don't want to go out to their live shows because nah. I can't snap this. I can't put this on Instagram. It's only like 10 people. So, do you enjoy the music? Yes. If you mm. do, go to the show. And go to it. There's a lot of good artists. Like, we kept to say Lil Sims, there's Flo, there's Dave. Um, whoever, There's other UK artists, Jack James, there's Cleo Soul. Like, I'm not even talking Shea, about rappers. We're just Shea talking about Universe. Shea Universe, Tiana Major 9. A2. A2 is like... There's so many good Zeno Vinci, mm-hmm. OG Kemi. There's mm-hmm. a lot of artists that are really good out there and they do deserve their flowers. Nux. Yeah, Nux is really good. Shay Lingo. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Jordi. Yep. Jay Prince. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many more. Children of Zeus. I'm just going through the list right now. Like, so many artists. Len. Can. Yep. You just put Kid your Bracer. Them. You know what I'm saying? Like Earth the, Evil. Mm-hmm. Earth Evil's out here. Deo Bella's out here. Mm-hmm. Um, Griff is out here. Jevon. Like, there's there, there's hella people. Shamaya Battles out here. Like, Like, there's so many artists from the UK, especially, that we can look at and we can be like, let's support them. Because there's there's rap, there's soul, there's R&B, there's pop. Like, there's, um, there's uh, what do you call it? R&B groups. It's Indie. just crazy. There's indie artists out there. I'm telling you. Like, the UK has so much talent, but it's the fact that... Because the people that have talent and they're not getting their flowers, they're putting so much effort into everything they're doing. But Cold you, like, radical. you guys ain't finding them. Cold you radicals. Yeah. Cold. You know what I'm saying? There's bear, man. So they, When they start getting awarded stuff, you guys are like, who's even this? Oh, who's that? I don't even know who that is. Three oh. one way. Listen. Like... Uh, it'll be a situation where, oh, who's that? Oh, my, my can't play this in the motive. Shut up, man. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. But yeah, man. <laughs> this has been a very like um good episode of the Rare Podcast. Very music heavy, because you know we are music people. And yeah, listen, artists. Listen, we we, we want to have some artists on the show. I'm gonna DM you, you don't DM us, fam. You know what I'm saying? But um, yeah, if any artist wanna come to the show, whether you're a producer, sound engineer, singer, rapper, guitarist, pianist, whatever. You know, rare is an open space for all. But um, Mr. J. Quad, do you want to plug anything? Um, you can follow me on my socials at http.jxson. Mm-hmm. You can follow me at NK Preach on Twitter. Make sure to follow me on Wrestling's podcast if you want to watch more wrestling. Make sure to like, share, comment, subscribe. Make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, which you follow us on all platforms on Spotify, Apple Music, you know what I'm saying? Apple Podcast. But yeah, man, this has been a rare podcast. We are signing out. Deuces, catch on the next one. Y'all niggas got me hot.